again if you want to do it again. No, actually, no, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't put on my radio voice. You've got a good radio voice. You've got a good tone. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, hi, welcome to Hostile Reconnaissance, uh, episode, I don't know, five, something like that? Is it five? Something like that, yeah. I don't think it matters, does it? Um, I'm so rubbish at actually getting round to editing them and getting them out that it doesn't really, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, today we are going to be looking at tracks with great beats and bad rhymes. That's our topic for today. Uh, Joined by Sunny at... As always, hello. We are going to be looking at, I think, sharing three different tracks um, that we think meet the criteria, and then I have no idea where we're going from there. I was just, uh, we were just talking beforehand. I was just saying that I've really struggled with this one. Um, I thought it was really a really tough kind of question. How do you find it? Uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. It was prompted. I know we had it on a list of things to potentially talk about, but I had um, tunes on shuffle and a track which we'll talk about later came up and I was like the production on this is actually insane but it's not something I often go to because I think the lyrical content is just so poor um but yeah no, so I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it because there's a few songs that you know become earworms and you think that oh, what a beat but you find yourself if I find myself at least disliking myself for liking the track or playing it, I wouldn't play, <laughs> play it in polite company because the because the lyrical content or <clears throat> the themes, but the beat is so good. It's a kind of like that. It's that Chris Rock sketch, isn't it? He talks about ladies in a club dancing to some really misogynistic stuff <clears throat> and saying, you know, oh, I'm just listening to the beat or I don't listen to the lyrics. But it's just you and me, the way we're wired you know we're listening to the lyrics so uh yeah i really enjoyed this i really enjoyed this challenge what did you what did you find so challenging about it <laughs> um i think it's because my choice of music like as you just said my choice of music uh, yes the beat's really important and yes the rhymes are really important and if i have to kind of like you're looking for that kind of great mix of great rhymes and a great beat together and that's what you know that's your great song and they're the things that i tend to listen to over and over again but if I kind of have to have one, I'll probably go for lyrics and rhymes as my kind of go-to. So I've actually ah, had to okay. had to listen to lots of other stuff that I haven't not haven't listened to a huge amount. Yeah. Um, some new stuff. I mean, I even found myself at one point listening to Drake. So um, <laughs> you know, this has not been good for me. Uh, the, the kind of research into this one has has been has been tough, uh, and it's taken me to some places that I, I really <laughs> wish I'd never ever been <laughs> yeah some of those tracks you were sending me i had to i never heard them myself i had to look them up uh, some of that rick ross and stuff um so if the inverse of the question if that's the correct way to describe it would be you would you would much prefer um tracks with awesome lyrical content but white beats that would be easy for yeah. you yeah and i think well, I, no, would I mean struggle with that one i mean i even even that i think having to kind of say something is rubbish i mean well we'll come to this a bit later i'm sure but like some of the tracks um, and I think this is a bit of a theme in some of the things I, I the, or the tracks I was looking at. So you've got things like, I don't know, like DJ Cool and Lil John and, and Eastside Boys and, you know, people like that. And who are, and you mentioned it, it's that kind of that Chris Rock thing. In a club, you know, you've got that kind of hyped up track. You've got a great bass line, that kind of Miami, the Dirty South kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's great, but it's, it's there. It's it, the purpose of it is to kind of get people up and dancing. It's not about a great hip hop tune. It's not about like the song. Mm-hmm. It's just 
pop, isn't it? You know, it's that kind of equivalent of, of club pop. Um, and I, I, I mean, this, I had my kind of long list for this was, was quite extensive again. And um, <laughs> there's loads of things in there that were like, actually, I quite like it. I quite like it, but, but, and the, and the kind of the, the, the lyrics work because they're, they're working in that for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I've been, it's, it's, I found this really, really difficult, but yeah, we'll see where we go. <laughs> see where we go. I've got, I've got one that's mm-hmm. out there as well for you. Okay. With the club, with the thing about the club bangers, yeah, I mean, those things are made as commercial beats. So in, my, my choice is none of them were club bangers. Maybe one of them used to rock in the clubs, one of them. Um, but they're not club bangers per se. They, I, I was going for, again, prompted by the first track. Should we just, should we go straight into the tracks? So if I had discussed the first track, yeah. then I'll explain the thinking. So yeah. the song that yeah, came on, on uh, Shuffle was, uh, Is That Your Bitch slash Chick by um, Jay-Z. Um, yeah. And I remember he performed it on Glastonbury in 2008. He did it on stage after his opening track we did 99 Problems, which everyone knows. And I was surprised he went for this track because it was it's a very... It's a not a great well-known track, but he clearly felt it was strong enough to be in a, in a set of an hour material. So he clearly thinks highly of it. But it, it was it didn't feature on his album. It was a hidden track. I don't know if you remember this album in '99. It was um, Volume Three, Life and Times, Sean Carter, yeah. after his big uh, yeah. Hard Knock Life album was a couple years prior. It's, uh, the great Jay Z dip. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I used to like this album a lot as, a, as I was 13, 14. Um, it's... It's, it's an alright album, but the track was a, it was a hidden track on, it, on only on the European version, so it wasn't even even released in the states. It actually featured on a Memphis Bleak album. Remember Memphis Bleak? <laughs> it was actually on his album, and then they did a remix. So Jake spit on it with Twister and Missy Elliott. You could be thinking to yourself, like, why the fuck am I going to choose a song with Jay Z, you know, Twister and Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott, and say you know whack ass lyrics and great beat? I think it's, it, it was. Is twofold, right? The beat, the production is insane. I mean, did you go back yeah. and listen to it? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to both the both the, the Jay Z version and the Memphis Bleak right. release. For it. I mean, they're slightly, yeah, yeah. I mean, Timberland. That's this is when he was golden period. I think you know, yeah. late nineties to early noughties. And Bubba Sparks in two thousand and one, and that get your freak on when he took all his Indian beats. So this is before his Indian grind of um, sojourn. But ninety nine, the production on this, the strings, the strings. He <laughs> and the way yeah. it builds, I mean, it's, it's a double time beat, right? It is absolutely insane. It is such a banger for a, for a car or something. And yeah, man, it's just a, the production is so clean and polished. I was listening to it, I was like, fucking hell, this sounds good. 20 years later, that beat would bang for anyone. And yet, the lyrical, con- I mean, Jay Z's flow, great, right? He's in, he's in the pocket of the beat, he's double time, so he's going at double speed. And then Missy Elliott just has a chorus refrain. Right, and then Twister comes in. Obviously, you're gonna have Jay Z's matching Twister pace, and Twister, we know all about Twister. So, why am I choosing it as one of my tracks? It's because the lyrical content is absolutely fucking dog shit. You know, it's that your bitch, you know, you got me, she's got you, got me coming on a sofa, man, all this stuff. It's just complete braggadocio taking someone's chick and fucking her and 
and all that kind of stuff and it's just so poor like I can't in good faith play it if in front of anyone you just think it's just awful lyrical content but the production and then you get club tracks like that right there's no there's no club tracks amongst my selection because the beats are so um, as you put earlier they're commercial they're made from us always have the same kind of tempo the same uh, kinds of hallmarks so club beats they're not that interesting it's like a Drake track or something but yeah. the production on this track the strings which were all the I mean remember Cisco's thong song was the same yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean if, if you listen my mom used to really like it she goes the strings in this she used to have bang the instrumental so my mom's there listening to the song thong song but on the instrumental version because she was like the music the production's outstanding but she can't go to fucking 45 year old woman she's not going to be banging the thong song but, and it's a bit like that's right but, um, but with this track as well I mean the production what a gem the production is so good that's why I, I chose it because the lyrics they, they didn't do it justice I would love to hear people freestyle over this beat I'm sure on YouTube or mixtapes people are using it um, you know you could do so much with that beat the way it builds well I think that's like quite a common theme isn't it for some of these it's like you, you're genuinely just listening they're wanting someone to, to kind of take it on and do something different with it do something yeah. better with it yeah. but I completely agree it is um, I think misogynistic is probably a little bit um, understated for this track I mean yeah I mean like some of my least favourite tracks on albums like um, is, it, is it the Doctor's Waiting Room on uh, The Chronic yeah Dr. Dre and then there's um, in fact I take what is uh, what Kanye's um, College Dropout album what's the is it workout plan? Yes. Fucking I mean, that's actually cool. that's quite a good track, but um, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of that one. Yeah, but it was a big hit, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. But the like the the, the tune, mm-hmm. the the kind of the intro to that is just is so good, mm-hmm. but you just can't play it anywhere. No, again, good strings, a good beat. That was that 2004 crunk era when it Lil John era. So yeah. Kanye had that had that kind of crunk sound going on. Yeah. No. Yeah. But the, the, the so the the rapping itself. I mean, you know, who am I to fucking judge the rapping, especially double time? Because Jay started off as a double time rapper. He'd always rap quick, yeah, right? Yeah, that yeah. was his thing, wasn't it? Like like a twister. Yeah, and he was he was good at it. You know, like yeah. him and Jazzo. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is fantastic. So, I mean, we had a what what was a few uh, was a few episodes ago when we talked about the um uh was it the posse cuts and there was one yeah. with uh big daddy kane and yeah. scoob and so and i can't remember the track but he's on it and there's in the video it's great because jay-z comes on last yeah. young kid must have been i don't know 18 19 yeah uh, no in fact you had odb at the end who kind yeah. of just kind of ruined everything but um because <laughs> he just repeated the four lines he has in all kind of wu-tang songs but um <laughs> but yeah there's a bit and it's just in double and in the video, Big Daddy Kane, who is one of the greatest rappers of all time, yeah. um, is kind of just looking at him going, what the f- <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> like, seriously? Yeah. You know, just he's that, he's that talented, that, that kind of early um, Jay-Z work. Incredible skills at a deal from Brooklyn. Big up, kid. And they know we- Which is why, I mean, that's why I said that kind of that, um, what, what was it about 2003, this album? This, this G album was 2000. Yeah. 2000 yeah it's that that kind of drop off he had i think was when he kind of we'll talk about jay-z in a lot more detail another time i'm sure yeah i have i have some theories about him 
Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. sure we can talk about this at great length. But yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Great, great tune. <laughs> Questionable lyrics. But I, th- I think the, the delivery is good on, this, on yeah. this track. Yeah. And I think, well, we'll come back to that in a bit, I'm sure. But I think the delivery almost kind of negates it. No, it's, it's, a, it's a good show. Good content. Yeah, no. I mean, come on, it's Jay Z and Twister. I mean, on their worst day, they're still going to be good, right? But again, yeah. I chose it because I, I to, uh, to mark out the production is so clean and polished. I'm, yeah, it's a very unique beat, um, and it deserved better. The beat deserved better, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, you take someone like I don't know Eminem. For instance, oh, mate, put Eminem on that. Give me logic on that or something like that. And you, you know, yeah. I mean, they kill it absolutely. Jay Z with a different topic. Yeah, yeah, agreed. No, agreed. Yeah, Jay with a different topic. Yeah, make it about tell a story or do something. Right, you could, yeah. you could make that into some sort of high story or do something with it. Um, but yeah, what they talked about it was just so whack, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean Kendrick. Kendrick could be good on it, actually. Oh, mate, absolutely, absolutely. Lupe, you name it. I mean, yeah, you Joe can do Cole. so much with that beat. You could do so much with that beat. Yeah. Yeah. No, good one. Yeah, it's a great beat. Questionable lyrics. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on the fence about the about the lyrics. So, yeah. I mean, the 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 content, I kind of yeah. But the um, uh, the delivery, I think, is is pretty good. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence for that one. Right. Do you want me to go for my first one? Absolutely. Right. Okay. Um, now, I am denied about this, and I think I sent you two different tracks that this could be. In fact, I don't know. I've listed about 30, I think, mm-hmm. um, for, for this, uh, this question. I'm going to go for the first single from Migos <laughs> called Versace. <laughs> yes. 2013 from their mixtape um, YRN um, produced by Zaytoven it's best name yeah it's it's not it's not the best kind of production (laughs) but it's just the the delivery is just so bad I mean I kind of I kind of get that aesthetic and I kind of get that whole style and this is one of the things I've really struggled with with this question is you've got you know that kind of that south that Georgia that kind of Miami you know that whole southern sound and they've got a particular style you know big bass you know the kind of kind of beats Um, but then you've and you've just got this kind of really I don't know really really bad and I could have picked anyone I really like it's not my favourite type of music anyway but I had to get someone else I had to get someone in here anyway Uh, and this one I picked just because if you spend the first minute of your track going Versace 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 it's like seriously and then the content of what they then go on to kind of rap about it's just like what on earth is this crap um and uh, the beat is good it's got that kind of that big bass and it's just I don't know yeah so whereas I went for um, is that your bitch because the production was so tight and the lyrics weren't up to speed up to standard in your cases the lyrics are just so bad that probably yes. any beat would, would to answer the question any beat would suffice because the lyrics are just that dog shit awful 
Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and I, I mean, it's not that I dislike Migos. I mean, some of the stuff I do quite like, um, and that yeah, I think I have to be in the mood for it. But like, even that, that whole kind of style, the whole kind of um, genre or subgenre, I don't mind. I don't, you know, I don't dislike it. It's just this one. Just I remember hearing it. it I didn't hear it in 2013. I heard it a bit later than that. And it, but it's just just infuriated me it was so bad and yet it was so popular as well so it's only like 400 million views on um on youtube or something stupid like that. i mean it was remixed by and re- released with drake and i think that helps kind of make increase the popularity and make me dislike it more um because i i mean i i went through like quite a lot of drake songs so like, i have to have a drake track in here because he's just awful um given how popular it is but um i'm sure there are lots of drake fans but they won't be listening to this because they're probably <laughs> i don't know coloring in their my little pony coloring books um but yeah so like, like that track i think it's a good track it was reused by so um so the same track was used by soldier boy in 2011 which opens up a whole new kind of little kind of journey we can go on so soldier boy soldier boy yeah so thinking crank that yeah pretty boy swag the two kind of his two big hits yeah now i've heard some soldier boy stuff and he is he's got some talent he's got some real talent but it's just that that whole aesthetic isn't it? you might have some talent but it's not in hip-hop is it <laughs> well, no, it might, no, i've heard him rap and he's actually yeah. not bad it's right. just like crank that it's just so I, I i get that that's a style i get that that's like kind of um there's a reason why you, you know it's all kind of stripped back and, and really basic rhymes and kind of mm-hmm. repetition and stuff like that. I get that, but it doesn't make it good. I mean, no, I'm, you know, yeah. I, I imagine you kind of rolling around the streets in um, in the dirty south and like <laughs> with your on your in your car with your big speakers going, bass banging, and I kind of get that it kind of works for that, but I want a little bit more. Um, when we first said when we first kind of talked about this the one that popped up in my head and this kind of these are all kind of linked together I think um, was Salento and Watch Me Whip Nene you know the do you remember that track no please don't listen to it back if you can't if you don't know it that's you are lucky that 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 song hasn't entered your um, your kind of sphere but it's just so bad it's also tuned and horrible and and I was like, that was that's definitely on my list. But the production actually isn't very good on it either. So there's there's nothing, nothing to kind of um, justify its existence. But yeah, so I found I found this whole thing difficult because I know why people are doing making these tracks, but I just don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like you've got this big bass, you've got this kind of great drums and stuff, and you kind of ruin it but you i know why you're ruining it but uh, i don't know i don't know i'm just gonna yeah <laughs> i can tell you want this episode out of your life you want to move on from this experience <laughs> i can see it's kind of it's kind of yeah it's messed you up a bit it's not like, like we have to get this one out of the way <laughs> well and i think i mean i also don't want to kind of there's a whole scene here and I don't want to kind of criticize it. Um, you know, I mean, you mentioned Rick Ross. It was another one on my list that I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to kind of put up there, but Rick Ross, he, he, 
<laughs> so I had, I had, I had it's BMF, old, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I had, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. BMF on my list. It's yeah. a, and it's a a good. It's it's got a great baseline, and I can again, you know, in your car, baseline going, that kind of slow, that kind of slow beat. But oh, god, he can't deliver. Like he's, I'm, I'm so yeah. yeah. He's an interesting one. He's got a deep or- orator's voice. He's got like a preacher's voice. Yeah. So he yeah, can do he's some, got a good voice. So he can he? do some interesting things. I mean, uh, you know, I think about that every day. I'm hustling. That was massive yeah. in the club. That that could have been a contender actually, but he doesn't. He doesn't say more than about five words, does he? So it's hard. To, I mean, on that grounds alone, you know, you think to myself, I've. I've chosen a track with jay-z as whack lyrical content i mean yeah yeah i mean i didn't i didn't subject myself to a lot of commercial tracks in the name of research i was quite lazy and i went with what i knew or what i had and i went for what i thought was really good production but in terms of just whack lyrical content rick ross is up there <laughs> yeah. he's not he is, he's not he? andre 3000 let's put it that way <laughs> no no he's not i mean i even had a at one point, I had a little Wayne track in here. We're talking about okay. kind of lyrical dexterity. He can he's got to be up there. He can it's just, He can. He's you know he's super talented. I just yeah. think he's just so lazy. Which track did it. you choose? Uh, well, I had a few, but a Millie. Because <gasps> that that has got awesome production. Bangladesh, you know, that, yeah, yeah, Bangladesh. It's, it's brilliant, but it's just. It's almost like, I mean, it's almost like he's just kind of making it up and just like, I'm uh, just going to rhyme these things together. And it's like a freestyle, but a really crap oh, one. You know, when, you know when people go to um, like the booth and they've not kind of done yeah, anything? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to, um, it's a that's, silly, milly, vanilla. No, it's, yeah, I'm a venereal disease like a menstrual bleed. I was like, he needs to go yeah. back to do some sex ed. <laughs> yeah. Venereal disease and menstrual bleed are not the same thing, mate. <laughs> For someone who likes pussy so much, you really need to know a bit more about it. Um, but no, I, I mean, do you know Scroobius Pip on his podcast as well, right? So Scroobius Pip, obviously a wordsmith, poet and all that. Yeah. yeah. He came out and, and copped some flack a few years back because he said he thinks one of the best rappers in the world is Lil Wayne. And a lot of his fans are more kind of socially conscious, you know, they're basically you. And they're more, you know, they're Talib Kweli fans and so on, backpack rappers fans and they just jumped in like oh fucking what's wrong with you Pip like how are you going to say and he said because it's effortless and if you listen to Shaq and Millie again like he said he's almost you know he's talking complete nonsense here and there but you talk about being in the pocket of the beat the dude's got a musicality to yeah. his voice and his a musicality to his rhymes what he does what he turns words and so on very clever very clever but um, yeah I mean there's an other track called Six Foot Seven Foot on a later album which uses um, Harry Belafonte sample and again he talks you know nonsense uh, like he says you know he'll say shit like you know real G's move in silence like lasagna you know <laughs> you know it's, it's, but I think with Lil Wayne it is I mean I don't know I like it I like him I know we've disagreed on this before I think he's very playful with his word what he does with words it's very inventive but again it's no substance to it really you're right yeah, I don't dislike him mm. uh, yeah, and I can see there's that, that there's that time I just think almost well I th- it's that whole kind of cash money young money kind of thing let's just get albums out and throw them out and yeah. I mean, what's he in about four years he released something like seven albums yeah, didn't he yeah, like, yeah. so yeah. prodigious output but I, it's almost like he just needs someone to sit with him and go you have 
all the talent in the world. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. not keen on this, but you have all the talent in the world. You can put tracks together and you just you work on any kind of track as well, mm-hmm. I think. I think mm-hmm. he's, he's got that kind of dexterity, but... <laughs> What are you saying, dude? Come on, just you know, use that power that you've got. Yeah, you can do a club track, but you've, you know, there's, there's that opportunity to kind. Of, this isn't about Lil Wayne, anyway. No, um, I think we just need to talk about it some other time. I think you've been a bit harsh. I mean, on his track, he's talked about, you know, Katrina. He's done some political stuff. He's talked about, you know, domestic abuse in his home growing yeah. up. What he saw, he, he he has he has some range. He's done some much more kind of mellow tracks as well. Yeah. But as you as you say, other times he'll do the kind of you know vomiting onto the page or vomiting onto the mic and see what comes out but again the, yeah, the production on Amelia is a hell of a beat wasn't it everyone was freestyling on that yeah. beat so I remember the first time I heard yeah. it I was like that beat is just ridiculous yeah. but that didn't make my list just purely because I don't think it's fair on um Lil Wayne because he is a talented rapper but I included um, Jay-Z I included Jay-Z <laughs> don't worry it gets worse I promise yeah, right. yeah. Is, it, is it you or me I can't, I can't I think, remember yeah you did me go so let me get to my second track this track is fucking awesome it's 16 years old now I remember the first time I heard it in my mate's car we were pumping this all summer 2004 still tipping by Mike Jones right from an album called Who Is Mike Jones and he just keep, well, he just says Mike Jones and that's his that's his kind of thing his moniker just repeating his own yeah. name like he's got an identity who, who crisis Mike Jones? it's Mike yeah. Jones <laughs> it's not a rhetorical question either <laughs> but I mean it's from that dirty side it's kind of Houston right so it's Texas yeah. and it's got a sprawl you've got like Slim Thug and you know the 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 slang and the kind of um, cultural references are very particular to the area but I mean the production on this tra- <laughs> yeah, there's a great comment on YouTube I saw once um, because the sample the, the production they take um, a string piece sample from uh, Rossini right from the William yeah. Tell Overture uh, they use it for I've looked it up the South German Philharmonic Orchestra from 1990 I mean we, we, it's all about crate digging right and hip hop it's all about crate digging great producers crate dig so like you know the best example would have been DJ Shadow or something like that the best yeah. sample he's got the most amazing selection of samples that is fucking digging right someone, someone put on YouTube Rossini damn they were digging uh, <laughs> it is such but, a but, fucking but sample uh, what, uh, if, you're, if you're into hip hop yeah true true is, true is it digging like you know I get you know if all you listen to is I don't know um, oh, no way um <laughs> Then yeah, it's 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 digging, but that's a bit like that's a big song. That's a oh, it's famous. A, yeah, it's a famous piece you know of music. I mean? it's, yeah, it's a famous I've, piece. I've heard of it. I, I mean, think, I couldn't hum it to you. No, I think what what was invent what was brilliant about it, which is again, it's um, maybe not digging per se, then maybe just being so creative with your thought process. Yeah. So it's like watching. Um, I watched a documentary about Pete Rock and how he takes you wow. know when he did you know Troy for example he'd take a particular and we're talking two three seconds yeah. of a sax uh, kind yeah. of um, chord structure right just we're talking seconds and so the producer listening to this uh, forgive me, I don't know the producer the beat was produced by Sa- Sally Williams Sally Williams Sally Williams yeah Sally Williams hypnotic refrain it says here but um, 
to take it and to build the whole beat around that one string sample that is the genius of hip-hop production i don't care what anyone says about mike jones or any other lyrical content is absolutely dog awful again it's just about pimping it's about mike jones constantly asking who he is and having an existential crisis you know it's about riding in your car Um, i don't think there's any existential crisis in there because they could ride that with foals could they so still sipping (laughs) off our foals but um, man and it was such a beat I mean you talk about the, is that your bitch when needing a better rapper I mean Lupe Fiasco rapped over um, this beat uh, on a mixtape around that time when Lupe was blowing up uh, and yeah. I mean I had loads of people rap over it but in the UK Skepta and a few others rapped over it I mean in the industry in the in the field I mean this this beat was so fucking hard I remember going to a party house party my first year at uni and asking someone the person to put it on the DJ and um, you know he's he, he was playing Jurassic 5 and all that kind of shit right and, <laughs> and he looked at me he's like dude nah nah he got, I, I said the, he goes the beat is so it, it made him conflicted because he was like the production of the beat is so filthy it's yeah. so it gets in your head I mean 16 years on I still listen to it but you have to listen to the instrumental version because he was like I can't be having this fucking these lyrics here man he goes this party's about positivity yeah. and uh, you know Jurassic 5 Talib and he was like I can't do it and I was like yeah I know what you mean <laughs> the lyrics if I can't play this in front of my partners or anything I remember playing in front of my ex, my ex wife and she was like what the fuck is this she goes she goes because the music the, the production is absolutely awesome uh, but yeah the, the lyrics I mean fucking awful can, awful. can we also say that um, Paul Wall is possibly the worst rapper the world's ever seen <laughs> but on this track he's the best of the three that's oh, well, yeah. That's, that's and, the and levels that's, we're talking. That's the levels we're talking. I, mean, um, I, I feel like I could. Do, we could do a better job. I could do a better job than Mike Jones. Yeah. Well, you know. What does he say? I, I, I'm, I'm Mike Jones. Who? I oh, know. No, wait. I'm not. <laughs> what did he say? He goes. Oh, there we go. Oh, back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hoes all on me. I'm like, how yeah. long did it take you to write that, dude? Fucking hell. Like, <laughs> you know, I think they must have broken the fucking record for the hoes count. You know, it's just hoes, hoes, hoes. It's all about hoes. Um, the production, again, though, but no, listen, if Lupe's taking it and rapping over it and stuff, that says it all, man. It was used in a film, I remember later, about a year or two later, that Terrence, I remember his name, Terrence film, uh, called Hustle and Flow, about a guy trying to become a rapper from the South, um, and they used it in that as well, and they kind of just polished it a bit more, but that version is too polished. That, when they, they cleaned it up and put yeah. female vocals on it. I didn't like it as much. But, we um, need that, that, that kind of... It's... Again, but it's a it's a product of of the South, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah, very yeah. much that. Dirty South, and, yeah. And, and I think where people have taken beats and then they've used them for their own purposes, that's that's exactly what we're kind of talking about, isn't it? It's that yeah. kind of it's just crap. <laughs> and there's a lot of the stuff that I've been listening to, kind of the research this, they focus on two things. Um and this this just seems to be like I don't know if it's something that I've just kind of picked up or or there's some truth to it um or, you know i've made up in my head or there's some truth to it like hose and cars yes 
and this and this has both. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, nothing yeah. else. No, no, hose and cars. Yeah, everything you drive that needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need some some spinning rims and and some and some young ladies to. Um... <laughs> yeah, don't forget an Xbox. I think he mentions an Xbox as well. Does he mention an Xbox? Yeah, the first oh. Slim Thug represents um, an Xbox in the car. So yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> What's the second tune, dude? Right. Um, okay, I've gone for I've gone for a big, a big hit, Go on. a big club, big club hit. Mm-hmm. Um, Two thousand. Mm-hmm. I've gone for "Whoa" by Black Rob. <gasps> I had that in my list. <laughs> I had that in my short list. Yeah. So interesting. So we've got the first track. Yours was 2013. I had 2000. Yeah. Then I had 2004, yeah. and now we've gone 2000 again. So patterns emerging here. Yes, Black yeah. Robin. Whoa, what a beat! What a string beat! Oh, awesome. uh, yeah. yeah, Buckwild. So digging yeah. in the crates. So you know, yeah. this is just yeah. quality. Yeah, um, yeah, epic. Huge. Huge strings, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of that uh, Francois Valoy joy track is just that's just it's just amazing, awesome, isn't it? It's awesome. just fantastic. Um, Buckwild is just a brilliant, um, a brilliant producer, and then you've got Black Rob, and, <laughs> and, you know, I'm, and I'm really conflicting about this because I like I really like the track. I really really like the track. It's awesome a, track. It is an awesome track. Yeah, and it and it works. That kind of the repetition of of what you know at the end of every line, Mm. and then there's the bit where it gets to like the chorus bit and the pre-chorus bit, and it's just and 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 it kind of and it works really really well. Um, But at the same time, just yeah. It's like the the kind of the light dough, light drone, nitro, mic flow, nice clothes. Like whoa, you know, it's it's just it worked. But what is he banging on about? Cars again? It's cars and women. Yeah, this bad like, chick up down. She was whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's talking about the um, travails of young love, isn't he? She had me fucked up in oh, the head. He's talking about mental health. I think you've missed. Yeah. I think you've missed something, Mark. I think it's a lot deeper <laughs> than your intelligence permits. Actually, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, keep them cheese lines on your blocks like whoa. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. What's it? Um, Fingernail licker asshole like whoa. I mean, I actually, I actually quite like that one. I thought that was quite because it's it's, it's showing a, an, an intellectual understanding of different different meanings of, of, of phrases. So, like you know, the word "fuck" has so many different meanings, different connotations, and you use it in so many different contexts and stuff. And I think what he's doing, he's just introducing "whoa" as a term like that that you can use in so many yeah. other ways. So it's just like that's. A really nice car whoa oh she's put her finger near my um <laughs> my, my downstairs bits that i don't particularly like oh whoa um i need to know exactly what you were saying finger near lick her ass he's talking about licking her ass or not having his own no, 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 it wasn't. uh it, no it wasn't it was um it was i think it, well i i kind of understood it as as the the young lady was um being generous with her index finger towards his own area yes Alright, I need this this is a mystery that needs solving. Yeah, uh, yeah, finger, finger near, oh, yeah, yeah, finger, finger, finger near, uh, yeah, N word, arsehole, like, whoa. Oh, so she's putting her finger near his bum hole. Well, that's very generous. So. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's the kind of thing that actually, I mean, all, all kind of jokes aside, 
that's something that doesn't really get talked about in hip hop. No, no, prostate health is important. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, he, but, the, but, the preceding line is, yeah. "Plus, I'm getting brain from this chick." Like, whoa! And then finger near her, her ass, his arsehole, while she's performing fellatio on him. Yeah. That's really considerate. I thought he was licking her ass, which I thought was quite progressive. But you know, rimming. No, you know, it, no it, it's it, not. He's just like it's kind of that homophobic. Oh no, you can't touch down there, love. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Look at the lyrics here, and they go on for quite a while. <laughs> I'm scrolling yeah. down. There's you know four four. There's about I don't know. It feels like fifteen verses or something like that. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, to be fair, the last the last like nine are just like naming places he's heard of. <laughs> Chicago, that's right. Texas, yeah, yeah, Canada, in DT, like whoa. Yeah, yeah, Panama, yeah, yeah. All of Detroit. Whoa. I, I actually, I, I had this on my shortlist, but I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think it's a lyrical masterpiece. <laughs> I, th- I think it's actually brilliant. I think I think you've been cruel. I think it's better than Jay Z. <laughs> Right, in that case, can I swap it? I'm going to swap it for something else. <laughs> it's on my shortlist as well. Simply because, again, contextually, we don't really look at context a lot, do we? I think that's one thing we've maybe we look at. We looked at geography a lot, but we don't look at eras enough. I think in our analysis. Yeah. And so I know I remember P Diddy coming out and saying, or Puffy at that time, saying this track saved Bad Boy basically because they had a, a lean run. They hadn't had a hit for a while, and obviously Biggie yeah. was dead a few years. And fucking Black Rob, who was in the posse for like ages. I mean, B.I.G. even mentions him on Victory. He goes, Black Rob joins the mob. There ain't no replacing him because there's no one else that shit. <laughs> but like, yeah, when you're bottom of the pile. You're getting name-checked by Biggie, one of the greatest MCs of all time. And Black Rob, you know, fucking my school teacher could rap better than this. Uh, it's just but the production in it saved bad boy it was a ma- dude I spent fucking five pound on this single from HMV five pound on an import whoa there you go whoa. I mean that, that's, that's probably like 40 quid in nowadays money as well Jeez, isn't it? it was it was a picture of black Rob like flicking a cigarette or something it's quite a good photo from the fairness but it's like this track then it was like a clean version and then an instrumental version I spent five pounds on that shit now that instrumental version that's worth five pounds on its own I think yeah, I remember the UK. Some rappers did a, a version. They called it Wablo, and yeah. so they they rapped over. Yeah. It. yeah, again, it was quite similar to the um, the the Mike Jones track. And so far as you had a lot of rappers use it on mixtapes because it is a great beat. Yeah. Good shout, dude, because the production is insane. That is such a recognizable beat. It is beat. good. It is good. Um, and and it's one of those. I kind of know what he's doing. The kind of the repetition of "whoa" is clever. And I yeah, I was really torn about this one. I mean, the other stuff on my list, this is going to really kind of, um, you're going to really hate me. But I had In the Club by 50 Cent as my kind of... Yeah, I'd have that there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, it's, again, great, great beat, great tune. What is he banging (laughs) on about? And the thing is, 50's got real talent as well. You know, like you talked about Jay-Z, not to the kind of the same level, but um, like How to Rob is such a clever, intelligent track. And, and, you know, you kind of, he gets in with Eminem, he gets in with um, Dr. Dre in the club. It's just a huge hit, massive hit, great club tune. Everyone, everyone kind of knows it. 
it's just there, yeah there's not there's not a huge amount going on in the track is there lyric, but, lyrically yeah I think because what it is there as well you look at big guys like Drake and, and 50 and Jay so they've got the money and the, and the kind of scale to have the best producers in the world not just like yeah. the, in the world and so Dre's sound is so polished right anything you do with Dre it's so clean and that's what yeah, but again you can find you know the, it's nursery rhyme-esque isn't it looking back at Black yeah. Rob because I you know you, that was definitely one of my short lists but isn't it ironic that looking back 20 years now and then age of mumble rap and me goes that that song by Black Rob is actually seen as fucking probably lyrically quite complex <laughs> comparatively <laughs> that's how fucking low the bar is but at the time we're comparing Black Rob to like you know cool G fucking rap and you know Big Daddy Kane uh, even you know 2000 we're comparing him to Kwali and most there if you're thinking gee this is fucking whack but you know if, even 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 amongst the bad boy other rappers that they were at the time it, this was poor in terms of lyrical content yeah. but um fuck yeah it works the beat's banging that's a good shout that's, again yeah that made my short list yeah good right um although it, it doesn't make our short list because um it's Are actually you- quite a good track <laughs> I mean, I had 50 cents. Going back to 50, for the same reason, again, that P. Did, I thought P. Diddy produced one. I wasn't aware it was, uh, even though he name checks the producer, was it Buckwell? I wasn't aware. I thought it was, yeah, a, Buckwell, yeah. I thought it was a Puff Daddy beat. Um, Puffy was all, all up in the video, wasn't he? In the, in the in yeah. massive, high yeah. budget video. Well, do you know what? I actually, like, my. The reason I kind of got to Black Rob was because I was thinking, who has released lots of tracks but has very little rapping talent but tends to have decent <laughs> Producers, yeah. and I immediately went to Puff Daddy. I don't know why. No, yeah, um, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I had um, come with me, which I think was from the Godzilla soundtrack. Was it? Oh come- shit! Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Was it? Is that the one I think? Um, yeah, yeah. And- good production. Jimmy Page. It's a Led Zeppelin sample, isn't mm, it? And you have Jimmy Page actually playing. And. And it's, it's, epic. it's just what what a tune, like epic. amazing tune. It's just it's got puffy. Well, that's I was going to have that one, but good actually, show. for puffy, mm-hmm. he's actually quite good. On <laughs> he's that. a fucking awful rapper, isn't he? Really is. Why he insists on putting himself on tracks? Just stick to the back, man. Just, it, 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 yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, it's not great. Good but yeah, show. anyway, yeah. that'll make our film discussion one, the Godzilla one. Yeah, that's that actually, yeah, because there's some great tunes on that. Because yeah. there was the um, Jamiroquai on that, wasn't there? Jamiroquai on that yeah. as well, yeah. Awful but film. That, like, Come with me. <laughs> yeah, is a is a good track. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. go on then. What's your? Uh, are we on your third one? Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of Fifty Cent numbers, right? So I had again a lot of Dre production, and the one I went with yeah. was a Dre production. I had, um, you know, Fifty Cent. I get money. That was at like 2006, seven, wasn't it? That's not a Drake, but that beat is just so boom bap, right? And he's just talking yeah. about getting money. And there's a couple of good lines how he sold, how he sold vitamin water to Coca-Cola. But the track, I get money, you know, it's so fucking whack. But the beat is so hard. Like it, I've heard Common yeah. rap over that beat, and he fucking killed it. The other one I had in mind was Out of Control remix with Mob Deep with by Jerry, yeah, at, um, 50 Cent. Because again, Dre's production is so clean. I don't know how he gets that crisp sound he must be right cunt in the studio and apparently he is I think he's, it's, he's, he's been using Beats headphones for so long <laughs> that um, so he hears every single yeah <laughs> isn't it clean Mark it's, like, it's so clean is the yeah. best adjective I could use it's Ooh, so polished even if you go back to like um, the Chronic and 
um, Doggy Style, and even so even to yeah. some extent NWA. Yeah. For that period, oh, it mate. was so clean, wasn't it? Yeah, without digi- before digital and stuff. I mean, the, the, yeah. everything is on point. The strings, everything, it's so crisp. I, I think he's an absolute perfectionist. Um, he must be a nightmare to be within the studio. I, I can't imagine. But the production on Out of Control remix with Mob Deep was awesome. But again, I listened back to it, and again, the track, the, the, you know, the lyrics aren't great. But you know, I can't put something with Prodigy. Rest. I couldn't. I couldn't speak ill of the dead. So. So, um, I didn't include that one but I went with um, a Dre production in the end which was um, from again same similar era so this is 1999 so that seems to be the time we're focusing on 20 years ago was uh, from 2001 The Chronic um, was explosive uh, two X's and three X's because the yeah. beat is so fucking yeah. good in it I mean it's yeah. a, I looked at it, it an old sample like soul something Bumpy's Lament or something like that um, but again the content is all about pimping hoes from was it from Guatemala to somewhere else right from, yeah. it's just you know corrupt I don't know how what who corrupt fucking has dirt on to be around that it's collective he's cousin isn't he who's, oh is he really oh, okay well that would explain it you know he's just he's so corrupt he spells corrupt wrong that's <laughs> um, it is fucking awful but you know and again Nate Dog, fantastic you know Nate Dog can't can't do wrong Nate Dog does Nate Dog, but the whole content about pimping hoes, you know, from Texas to Guatemala, that was the line. You know, it's yeah. all about bitch niggas and hoes, and oh, I don't like all that shit, man. It was just so whack. But the beat, I mean, the fucking it's beat, good. it's just such a sample. And again, it's Dre, isn't it? It's just, again, yeah. it, it's, you know, Royce to 5'9 was supposed to be on an original version, which would have made it a lot, a lot better. Oh. It's called the yeah, but, but, yeah. It was the original title was the way I be pimping um, it was going to be Royce with Dre because you know Royce wrote a lot of he was a ghostwriter for Dre um, yeah. Royce was a ghostwriter for a lot of rappers around that time um, but yeah the production isn't it just beautiful and it's a similar thing he did a, a couple of years later with that Gwen Stefani Eve track Let Me Blow Your Mind a very similar kind yeah. of string kind of subtle understated beat um, but yeah I mean the lyrical content is just it's got a similar kind of tone to like Bag Lady as well by Erica Badu, the same kind of time from Baduism. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on that track? Um, I completely agree about the the production. I mean, even in a classic album, I think the production on that stood out. Yeah. But also, it was the one that I tended to skip. It's awful, isn't it? I, li- I listened to that album a lot. I mean, for about probably about a year I don't think I listened to anything else it was just I mean it's a great it's a great album wasn't it was it? unbelievable um, 2001 come back but, yeah. Yeah. but yeah it was just it just le- left me cold it left me kind of a bit bored I think um but yeah I completely agree with you um, when you yeah when you said it it was just like yeah yeah I, com- I, 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 I 100% understand why uh, why you picked that one because it's a great album from a great producer with just a really boring <laughs> really yeah, like it's just the pimping thing it's just not interesting I mean 
But the production was so again. So going back to that thing about club bangers, yeah. So this track again with the "Is that your bitch?" You know, the theme here. All the tracks have misogyny and hoes in them. And you know, they're still tipping. Yeah. They're all about and cars, cars and hoes. Uh, and if that's all you can put together with, the, and that's fine. I'm not saying that you can't talk about this thing. Who might fucking police whatever we talk about? But they, the lyrics are wasted on beats that are this good. That's the whole premise, isn't it? Yeah. It's wasted. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you could do so much more with that that production. Imagine Kendrick or someone on that, or Jay Spin, or some, you know, J. Cole, or someone, anyone doing something better with that track. Well, like you said, Royce to Five Nine. Oh, mate, absolutely. Just would absolutely just. He's see, he's a really interesting character. Mm. Right. Um, I, I will have a bit of a segue. Um, he's a really interesting character. Supremely talented. Mm-hmm. Um, like his latest work has been Brilliant. has been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> the stuff he did. Um, is it bad meets evil with Eminem? Yeah, early yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. Brilliant. I, I always get the feeling that he just doesn't have confidence in his own talent and doesn't like to be on his own, almost. He's coming into... I mean, it was, he's he is it. now. But, he is, yeah, he is he's now. been around for 20 years. 20 odd 20 years, 25 years. years? Yeah, 20 odd years. But again, I listened to a po- him on the podcast with Kwali recently, People's Podcast, People's Party, and he is a humble dude. But, I mean, he had he was an alcoholic yeah. for God, you know, a long, long time. He had clarity only a few years ago. And since he's become clean is when we've seen the resurrection. We've seen this uh, new artist. I mean, he is... Talent. Beast. Lyrically, he's up there with top yeah. 10 probably yeah he's going to be in any discussion so yeah the, I mean imagine him doing something more creative yeah. and, you know, I'd love to hear some, some people go back to these old beats and, and re- redo them re-rap over them again or something That'd during lockdown it'd be nice to see something like that wouldn't it well we we, we joked about doing um, or we talked about doing a, an episode about kind of covers mm-hmm. and this isn't a cover but no. I think you're right going back to some of these old beats and re-recording stuff would be good you know that's what happened in the 60s isn't it with me you know you'd have and it happens a lot in kind of the west indies with um where you take the same beat and people would record different songs over it or they'd re-record the same songs different artists and then you'd have like five or six different people releasing around the same sort of time with the same beat and it's just like that season's beat yeah it's like it was that it was that you know carnival no letting go isn't it in 2003 yeah. or something i mean it's kind of it's, it's almost a jazz trope isn't it you have a standard so you have standards in jazz yeah. and everyone does their own version which is why you got fucking what's this christmas season now isn't it what's that fucker that's yeah. doing all the covers of sinatra buble isn't it it's like why why on earth you'd like to listen to fucking bubble when you could listen to sinatra do and sinatra did them 18 which ways as well and better yeah. Why on earth you want to listen to Buble when you've got Sinatra's works there? I have no fucking idea, but anyway, it's a great indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I agree, it'd be great to kind of hear some of these done differently. Differently. <laughs> that, so, yeah. so, what, so, what's your number three, dude? You are going to hate me so much. Go on. Right, you know you picked Jay Z. Oh, you're building this up. Go on. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can, yeah. I can beat that. I can beat that. Oh, no, worse. Wu Tang. I'm going for no. I'm going for Paid in Full by Eric B and Rakim. Come on. I'm not saying. I'm not uh, well, a little bit, but that's beside the point. I don't Gen- right, so. I think you need to check your sugar levels, mate. <laughs> I have, I have, I have a reason. I have a reason. I think it's a fair reason. You can disagree with it, and that's absolutely fine. But I think this is a fair reason. Jeez, Airbnb that's... and Racky. 
Paid in Full from the album Paid in Full, yeah, 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got amazing drums on there. You've got amazing bass line on there uh, from, what is it? Dennis Edwards, Don't Look Any Further. So that's just, just beautiful sound. Three minutes, 57, I think the, the, the song is, the track is. And you've got 59 seconds of some of the greatest rapping of all time. And that is it. The reason it makes my list is because it's absolutely amazing production. Absolutely amazing rapping. But there is just not enough of it. Can you imagine if you made that like a full-length track, Rakim? It would just be one of the greatest songs of all time. But it's not. It's, it's I'm feeling nauseous. Talking about. I'm feeling nauseous. My stomach is turning. I can't believe the vis- I can't believe the level of my reaction to this. I'm sorry. This is just insane. I don't. I don't agree with this one bit. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. But it makes me fr- so frustrated. This track because it is just an amazing. Amazing, an amazing, like thinking of a master plan. Because oh, ain't nothing no, but no, like, no, so, no, like, it's just it's some, it's but it's like it's like being given um, it's like like being given a taste of something and then not being able to eat the full meal. Genius of it as well. I mean, he's you know he's doing some interesting thing lyrically already. Syncopated rhymes. So like he talks about you know what does he say? He goes um uh, like with a nice big plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. You yeah. know, it's 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 the genesis. It's the it's uh, I, dude, I, I can't tell you how much yep. I disagree with this. But without this, no money, it's still a wish. I completely disagree with this. I can't. Is, uh, you, can, you, is that the best you've got to try to convince me? Because there's not enough great stuff on it. <laughs> yes, I think, I, think, I think this is a, this is a fair oh, criticism. When you God. take when you take that whole album, that whole album is is absolutely quality. It's one of the it's one of my favorite albums all time, and it's a legendary album. But you've just got. Eric B banging on about like who's our agent uh, you know who's our record company oh you know and they're just kind of like chatting for a bit this kind of really weird you know it's liner notes mate why are you reading out your liner notes just just let it go and and that just really infuriates me and then you've got this amazing 59 seconds in the middle of this track and then they, then it's like uh you go to your girl's house, I'll go to mine, and we'll, you know, it took us so long, why don't we get paid? <laughs> and it's just, seriously, like, give me a full track with this, this no, it's, it's more, it's more that, it's not, it's not that I'm criticising Rakim, and it's, oh and the beat is amazing, it's like, why not just make this into a track? Oh Put that other crap elsewhere, you know, I, I get that, the whole kind of paid in full idea. You want to be paid in full. Uh, you, you know, you want your money. You want got to get the album out and stuff like that. Stick that in the liner notes. That's what they're there for. Don't don't ruin what could be one of the greatest tracks of all time. But it is one of the greatest tracks of all time. But, but it's 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 fundamentally flawed because of that the crap at the beginning and the crap at the end. You know, you've got best part of four minutes. Of, of less than a quarter or about a quarter of it is this just amazing rapping from Rakim and it's just ah oh, that's why that's why it made my list Rakim I'm reading I'm reading it. Rolling Stone named it the 10th greatest hip hop song of all time 
Yeah. Rapkin's wordplay was praised in comparison to the drawn to an American jazz musician, John Coltrane. And that's exactly yeah. who Rakim said he was taking. It's because he was a saxophonist, right, Rakim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. incandescent thought bubble rap, barely a minute long, is all ice flow and slide beat dodging, a good versus evil meditation that calmly frames thug life inside real life economics and a novelist's eye for detail. VHS, v, uh, VH1, sorry, placed it as the number 24 on the list of the greatest hip hop songs of all time i cannot believe you're criticizing it because he doesn't rap for long enough i think the whole th- i mean Rekim's whole thing was that he was like a, at the time in the 80s right so look, again let's look at the context it was 87 88 something like that wasn't 87, it yeah, like 87. reaganomics and kind of like bling bling area and like you know big cars and big noise and big beats and public enemy you know you got that kind of an nwa and you have this cat that comes along and they try to make him that you know he has to be more brash and he has to be bigger and louder and his whole thing was being more understated more meditative more kind of like looking outside in and i think the, and there's nothing there's nothing um, uh, coincidental with racket. Everything is ruthlessly thought out. So him rapping for yeah. just that long would have been thought out as well, right? To just be understated on it. Oh my god, you, oh, dude! Are you not doing this to just? You're not doing this tongue in cheek, are you? You genuinely believe? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. To, right? I can't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's purely it. it's purely selfishly that I want more. I want <laughs> so much. I want more than you know, 24 lines yeah, yeah. because the beat is just per- The samples are perfect. The drums are perfect. The, <gasps> the production is perfect. The rhyme is perfect. But I mean, look, I, do you know what would make me happy? In fact, if people just, if we just muted the intro and the outro and we just had like a minute of, of just kind of building up to the track with no, no talking, Rakim comes in for 59 seconds, does his stuff. And then we just have an outro with, with, with no talking. That would just be fantastic. If we had another verse in there, that'd be even better. Um, but it just, it's, <laughs> isn't there a, I remember hearing a version that was like 10 minutes long. It was just a beat, right? When there was a scratching at the end as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't mind that. That's good. That's you know, I'd, I'd happily have that. That would work better. It's just the kind of oh the. But okay, I'm trying to be as charitable as I can here, or understanding as I can. Okay, so based on the criteria, like I mean, I was dissing Jay and, and not dissing Jay, but including him because the content was so whack. You're saying that the beat is t- timeless, and that yeah. the lyrics are unbelievably good. The rhyme scheme you can't afford yeah. it, but it was just that you're kind of saying they missed a trick by not doing more. Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe this. Oh, that's, uh, I think I, we, tend, we tend to see eye to eye all things hip hop, but this one, I just, uh, I, I can't, my stomach actually turned. I can't, I am surprised at just how viscerally I reacted to that. <laughs> it's actually why I reacted so strongly. I feel nauseous. Oh God. The thing, I, I think it's, it's more just because it is so amazing. And it makes me so disappointed that I, yeah, I, I'm happy. I'm happy for it not to be included, but I just needed to talk about it because it is one of like that verse is one of my favorite verses of all time. And uh, it's just I, a, listen, this is a safe space, but I can't, I mean, you, if we were a person, <laughs> I would slap you around the head. So, <laughs> I mean, the, I'm looking at the patterns, right? So we had 2013, 2000, 2000, 2004, yeah. 99. This one yeah. is the outlier because it's, you know, 13 years apart. It's, it's way, way apart compared to the others. Uh, so it's an outliner in chronologically. And it's also an yeah. outlier because it doesn't fucking belong alongside black Rob's. Whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
<laughs> you put it in the same category as Migos. Marcus, that's what you've yeah. done. When you look in the mirror tonight. You've put Eric B in the same category as Migos. You've done that, Marcus. You did that. I, th- I, 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 think, I think that I've got a, a fair... Okay, right. I'm going to... I've got another another idea for you then. Okay. I don't care about your ideas anymore. You've lost, I've lost, you've lost me now. Dude. Right. <laughs> great, great um, beat and disappointing rap. This uh, this is a. I think I've I've tried to I've tried to play with the rules a bit for my Eric B and Rakim one. I'm going to play with them again, and I've gone for. Um, all the little intros and outros from Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Mecca and the Soul Brother, mm-hmm. purely because they're all so good that they deserve someone rapping over them. I mean, even the bit like at the beginning of um, the reminisce over you. Is so it's better than ninety five percent of producers' work. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? It's insane, and, and it's just an incidental. Yeah, so it's, it's almost yeah. the same kind of idea. It's like, why can't we have that? Why can't I just have something nice? It's a cleanser, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, almost. But it's it's so good, and the fact that there isn't a rhyme over it no, just makes no. me so sad. No. In the same way that this this the Eric B and Rakim paid in full track, it's like I just. Just use it, use it more. Yeah, I just yeah. So I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Rakim out because uh, you're completely right. It you is unfair. You've done it now. You can't take it back. I know. I know. I edit this, so you know we didn't even mention it. This is for you going. I can't believe you said that. Why did you do that? You're an idiot. And then and me going. Well, I I just said that uh, Rick, Rick Ross, Ross was. Uh... <laughs> Too <shit. laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like Soldier Boy? Oh, yeah, it's one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm reading that Rolling Stone tribute. <laughs> <laughs> lyrical dexterity, wordplay, the complexity, comparing it to John Coltrane. <laughs> <Crank> that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, 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 you can you can see my point a little bit. I think. No, not really. No. Well, I can see your point. I just don't agree with it. I can just don't agree That's with it. Absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine. I don't agree with it, really. I thought of um, Wu-Tang's ice cream. Uh, is the... Because the production is so fucking dirty. And they, I mean, RZA uses it in the Ghost Dogs uh, soundtrack yeah. as well. Because they're just talking about, you know, fucking bitches again, right? Uh, but at the same time, Method yeah. made the rhyme, and, you know, and, rap, and no one knows what Raycon and Ghostface is saying anyway. But um, I couldn't do it. I mean, it wasn't that fucking bad, was it? We can't put it in the same category as Migos. But the pr- only reason because the production is so fucking dope. And it deserved a better theme, I thought. Anyway, I like ice cream. Ice cream is one of my favorite things. <laughs> Puff Daddy's Victory was in there for me as well because I thought the production Puff on Daddy, that was yeah. absolute. Again, Puff Daddy's in there a lot because the, anything he raps on is always automatically going to be worthy of contention, uh, you know, uh, discussion. Peter's Victory, I mean, the Rocky sample, the strains, the dramatic. Yep. Thing. But again, you can't do it because you've got Biggie on it, and Biggie is just, you know, they're doing a remix hey. of he said, which is awful but Biggie you've, oh. already, you've already had you've had Jay-Z yeah. you've had Rakim yeah you know I think Big, Biggie's fine um, okay right okay I had I had one other one which I think you might disagree with um, it's Paul Revere by Beastie Boys I have to, I'm not familiar with it enough I haven't heard it in years it's, it's, yeah so 
It's like it's like reversed drum beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The production's insane. And it's so it's like it, it's that big, it's that big kind of Def Jam sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah. You know, we talk about um, Dre being so polished. Rick Rubin's completely opposite, isn't he? You just yeah. turn everything up to twelve That's because eleven is not. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of reverse beat, and it's just this, just it's just a drum, and then they're yeah, just, yeah. they're doing a, a telling a story over the top, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with the story. It's just it's a bit, and I think it's more that it's a product of its time. Yeah, in the eighties, dude. This was that LL Cool J rap time when Def Jam time. And it just sounds dated and it's just, and I think when yeah. you kind of put it up against like Rakim and people like that, you, you can see like how, how the, how things developed and then, yeah, yeah you put it it's against nurse, Migos and it's I mean, it's even right, good. It is, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, you put it against like Migos or Rick Ross and, um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, or Black Rob. Yeah. I mean, Black Rob, yeah. Black Rob is starting to look a lot better in the context of He just made my top five best, I think. <laughs> he was just misunderstood. He was. Uh, yeah. Black Rob. Even the name Black Rob. <laughs> Robert. And Bobby. Rob. Rob the Rapper. Well, I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this because you, cause you had um, Mike Jones, didn't you? Like, who is like, who am I? Mike Jones. Yeah. I quite like, I quite like the, I mean, it's very anglicised, isn't it? But I quite like these kind of like really ordinary anglicised names. So like even, yeah, Dave, it's brilliant. Uh, um, like Danny, Danny Brown's a little bit too, it should be Daniel, shouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Maybe that's like for yeah, but I quite like. But I, w- I was thinking about this. I was thinking, you know, actually, we're getting some really like normal names where everyone had. I mean, you still get stupid names as well, but um, you get some really normal names. And I, I was thinking, who kind of back in the day had quite a normal name? And then I thought, well, actually, Will Smith, William, William Smith is quite a is kind it of Willard? Name, but Is it Willard? I think it is. <laughs> but he was. But that's the thing. He was. It's only. I think that's more just because he was an actor, wasn't he? And that was his acting name. And it kind of yeah. when, when Fresh Prince went there. Well, it was safe, wasn't it? White people can get down with that, couldn't they? He was exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. Not threatening. But Black Rob. Yeah. Black Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Ross is his name. Ro- yeah. is, is he related to Rick? I don't know. <laughs> he might have taught him everything he knew. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What's, what's your name? Robert. Um, <laughs> should we shorten it? Okay. Yeah, should we shorten it? Rob? Yeah, Rob. Um, it initially, wrapped, initially wrapped under the alias Bacardi Rob. <laughs> Bacardi? Oh my God. That's even worse. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But Buxfizz Rob. Oh, God. Bacardi Rob Bacardi no um, yeah I but, uh, so, yeah. as you can see I've had a lot of trouble with with our uh, with coming up with things because I don't want to I don't want to kind of criticise the like new music mumble rap and stuff like that because I because it's, it's got a place for it it doesn't it doesn't do anything particularly for me but also what is its point well, maybe that's what people thought when Rakim only rapped for 59 seconds on Paid in Full. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe people are like, what's this shit? <laughs> Why is he not telling a story? Like, I'll give my fucking money to I think, I think they're like, I think they're fast forwarding. Uh, like, yeah. where, where, where's the rest of it? Come on, seriously, guys. There's, like, there's a second verse yeah. somewhere, isn't there? Where's somewhere. This, this cunt, why is this cunt only rap for fucking minute? I'll, pay, I'll <laughs> hear a full track. I want to hear four minutes of a story. Give me oh, some poor you know why, why is he? Why is he been paid in full for like less than That's half right. a day's work? 
You know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's taking the piss, isn't he? Yeah, I uh, learned to earn because I'm righteous. You're righteous because you didn't do enough work. Yeah. That's why. Do you know, what? I, I've come around. I agree with you. Fuck Rick him. Fuck him. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit track. Shit track. That. Yeah. No, I've, seen, I've 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 seen the light now. I've seen the light. <laughs> Paid in full. Definitely worthy of uh, inclusion in. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy fucker. <fighter. laughs> no. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, dude. Should we wrap this one up? <laughs> yeah. I feel i f I'm I'm so sorry. Um I do apologize. I thought that would I thought that would work, but no, I I I, I realise I'm wrong and I'm happy to state it publicly. But I'm gonna cut this bit from the bit so no one will know that I've apologized. Oh, yeah, I mean in my head, I thought there's a there's a really solid argument here about um, rapping. But obviously, it doesn't stand up, and that's fine. But I think we can both agree on Migos. We can both agree on uh, well, do we agree on Black Rob? I think we agree that it's a it's a seminal hip hop track. I, I don't think it belongs in the list anymore. I think I'd yeah. rather have in the club or something. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know there's a there's a theme basically if you're talking about cars and uh, ladies who, who have um lower in, inhibitions mm-hmm. um then have a bit more imagination yeah yeah agreed <laughs> so and even even the greatest talents in the world apart from rakim who we've obviously just seen is a lazy ass Fraudster. but incredible it's fraud. yeah it's disgraceful mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> Yeah, just just pull your finger out, really, but not Black Rob. Black Rob, um, yeah, he doesn't like it. Then. Don't like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a close. Whoa, hello. <laughs> um, what's the what's the name of that ra- English rapper? The comedy one. He's um the gentleman rhymer. Gentleman rhymer, not heard of him. Ah, oh, what's his what's his name? Uh, I'm sure someone will remember, but um, yeah, there's a there's like an English comedian or comedic rapper and he basically does everything in like a um, like a parody posh English oh, voice P, Chihuahua. It, is it is it contemporary is it now yeah, yeah reasonably Munya Chihuahua he's an unknown P he's very posh I think there's a few of them then because right, that's right. not the one I was thinking of right. it, he's actually his name is something the gentleman rhymer oh right right uh, right, right. But yeah, I think there's a few of them, and there were some like diss tracks and stuff between right. them, um, which is always quite funny. But I think "Whoa" is probably ripe for something like that. Yeah. Like oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. My butler brought me gherkins. Oh. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It'd be quite good fun. Um, yeah. Right. That's uh, so. Who, you had. You had. Um, is that Yo Bitch yes. by Jay Z? Yes. Which I think is fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, still tipping Mike Jones. And Again, an excellent choice because <laughs> it is a great tune, but so bad. Um, and then uh, Explosive by yes, Dre. Yes, yes. Which again feels a little bit harsh having Dre in there, but um, that's, again, fair enough. Um, and I went for what the Migos. Migos Versace. Versace, Versace, Versace. Um, <laughs> Oh, we've got to go for 50 haven't we 50 in the club yeah that can go with that one a number, instead of Black Rob yeah and then yeah, number and then, and... <laughs> <laughs> okay right can I just clarify oh my god is it bad rhymes and great beat 
I should have. We should have checked the rules first because if it is, I'm going to completely take away um, Eric being Rakim. It was, it was just annoying. Annoyingness with the lyrics, <laughs> with the rap, with the rhymes and lyrics don't match up to the level of the beat. So because that's what the flow and delivery and Twister and Jay Z is impeccable, yeah. but the lyrical content is whack. So it, in that case, mm. in that case, I'm, I'm going to have to remove Rakim. I'm going to have to say it doesn't count because even though it was so. Un- infuriatingly short it can't count so I'm going to have to put uh, I'm going to put Rick Ross in there BMF yeah I think we need Rick Ross in there yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> that, that, I'm, I'm happy with that I, what I'll do is I'll cut the whole Eric being Rakim bit out and no one will know I even mentioned it good stuff <laughs> right I think we're out aren't we yeah should we wrap this one up uh, bye bye